Oh, really, Wendy and Mia? What's going on here? Let's dig a little deeper. Check it out, y'all. We about to get into this episode of Real Housewives of Potomac. All right, y'all. So we're kind of moving towards a peaceful place. I don't know. Giselle and Mia meet up to get drinks, and Giselle expresses that she gets scared and jealous of Sharice, and that's why she keeps coming at her. Um, and Mia's finding that a little hard to believe. Like, really, Karen? Fifty nine and fine, Karen. And I get it. Like, Karen's a very attractive woman. She has no reason to be. Uh, jealous of Sharice in most people's eyes but there's something about Sharice that triggers Karen immediately and I still don't think we're getting the full story I think that Karen is so good at playing the grand dame and playing into that role um that people a lot of people don't realize what's really going on and maybe some people don't really want to know like maybe people like Karen that much that even if she's deflecting from her true self people don't want to know you know what I'm saying um but Sharice obviously got got some kind of juice on Karen because the way she was acting and like I'm I'm I think I get confused I'm like so Karen are you also using Sharice to kind of keep you you know not relevant because she's always going to be relevant but like to keep you um your storyline interesting because it's all about the storylines right it's all about the storylines it's all everybody could talk about is your storyline your storyline um i think the veil between reality tv and what's real is blurred a lot these days and i think some people go after the people who are being genuine when they need to be going after the people who are being fake that's just me it's just my opinion um but i feel like Karen, you wasn't really about nothing until you got to this trip. For I mean, like outside of Sharice, like out of Char- outside of Sharice, and you trying to avoid her, and then you deciding to come after Robin. What else do you have going on? Nothing. But people don't call you boring. Like it's like you could have nothing going on, but because you can read somebody, then that makes you, you know, as far as social media is concerned, that makes you, like relevant or like a big deal or whatever so you know it's kind of like uh okay um but yeah Mia finds it a little hard to believe and Giselle you know in the midst of their conversation is talking to Mia about her and Jacqueline like y'all gonna fix it right and Mia doesn't seem very keen on fixing it with Jacqueline like she seems like she's very much over it and I think a lot of a lot of people, myself included, are confused as to like, what's the what's the real history of this friendship? Like, are y'all friends? Like, y'all always were besties. Was there a period where y'all were kind of not as close, and now y'all are back close again? Like, because of the way that she's willing to just throw her friendship away, either y'all, you really don't F with each other like that, but like y'all feel some sort of um, responsibility to each other because of y'all history. It's kind of like a marriage. Like just because you've been together for 20 years doesn't mean it's a good 20 years or that it's good for y'all to stay together. I'm trying to figure out if it's something like that um, or if it's something where Mia's throwing Jacqueline under the bus um, in order to give something because 
Mia seems kind of like she could be not like kind of if she's playing the game, you know what I'm saying? She's creating a storyline because back to the storylines, she could be going hard with this Jacqueline thing and then draw it out and see if she can get her friend onto the show. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But it just seems so weird that she's just been so like, hmm, whatever. You know, and but then, but then when I think about how Mia was in Miami, you know, and I don't know how long they're on this trip. I'm assuming it's maybe three, four days. If that is the case, you know, they got into it on the way to the trip. This is probably the next day, but no, like maybe two days later. And they haven't seen it, been, been able to come to some kind of resolve. So maybe that's why they can't get over the hump. I don't know. I don't know. But because the way Mia was with Wendy, she needed a few days to be okay. So it could be that Mia's processing time is just not as fast as other people. Um, and I also think it's really convenient. Like some people are like, you know, urging Mia to like get, you know, kind of get over it and move past it. But they can't get over and move past their issues. So it's like the hypocrisy. Um, they briefly kind of talk about throwing this bachelorette party for Robin. And, you know, Giselle's like, I'm going to need you because, you know, you know people. You, you know, you got some scripper friends who can, you know, hook it up. And she's like, I got you, girl. Like, she's very excited about it. Then she got thrown off because Giselle pulled a piece of bread out of her bag. And she's like, um, did you just, did you just pull a piece of bread out of your bag? Like, what's? what's going on and this whole time they've been alluding and Giselle's been saying that she has the bubble guts so you know uh when in on uh, when out of the country it can happen um so that was a fun little moment to button the end of it um we go over Robin being on the phone with her assistant trying to figure out details about her wedding Robin is giving an energy that I am familiar with it's called procrastination Okay, you're waiting till the last minute when you know you shouldn't have. You have plenty of time to get it together. And you're waiting till the last minute trying to scramble things together. Unfortunately, when it's not in your control, you don't know if things are going to pan out. It's not like trying to write a paper, you know, that you knew about all semester and try to write it in the last two weeks of school. This is, you know, or the last two weeks of your semester. This is something where you have to have vendors or, or buy a dress or whatever. And you're trying to squeeze all that into a time that may not be realistic. So, I don't know. Um, oh, child. That's where it takes a turn. Ashley meets up with Karen. And they kind of catch up about the night before. And Karen feels like Robin launched a personal attack on her. And she just couldn't understand. Like, you can be loyal to your friends, but don't come at me. I This is, this is, this is the moments when I don't care for Karen. Because... Karen will blow up certain things and make it more than what it is. She will make it, you are personally attacking my character. Like, if Robin don't foot you, just like you don't foot Charisse, then it is what it is. And she probably knows more about you than any of the, like, her, Giselle, and Charisse. Like, Giselle, Charisse, and Robin probably know more about each other than most of the cast. So it's kind of like she probably has something to back that up. And I think that anytime Karen is kind of pushed in a corner where something could come out that's bad about her, she is very good at deflecting. She's very good at pushing it off on somebody else. And I think also if you're a person who's on a reality show who caters to the crowd, who caters to the people, um, to your fans, then you know 
that certain people aren't in the highest of favor and you can play into that. That's what I think Karen does. And most fans are here for it. I'm not, but most fans are here for it. Anyway, so she starts talking about, you know, basically Robin needs to watch out because I know that Juan is out here uh, with a woman who's blonde. It looks like me. Huh? What? And the producer had me cackling, putting together a sketch that loosely looked like Karen and giving it a law and order kind of theme. It was fantastic. Fantastic. But she says that Robin's wedding is fake. And, you know, why don't you want your mom there? Why don't you want us there? And, you know, as she tried to play neutral, she's like, you know, well, Sharice was there for her when she was going through her stuff with Juan, you know, and she has a loyalty to Sharice. And, um, I don't know. I just felt like ugh, this just starts a whole situation. And I'm trying to think back to previous seasons. I don't really think Robin's ever been a huge fan of Karen. I mean, like, they've been cool, cordial, but I don't think they've ever been, like, thick as thieves cool. Um, just my observation. Um, but Karen knows what she's doing. She's leaving this little nugget with Ashley, who we know, especially this season, can't keep ish to herself. She's like, don't bring it up. I'm going to wait to tell Robin in my room so I can throw over the balcony. Just kidding. Um, so I felt like she knew exactly who to tell because she knew Ashley can't, can't keep it to herself. And what do we know? Next time we see Ashley, she's going over to Candace and Wendy, which, again, I got to revisit this thing. I mean, well, I guess Candace and Ashley technically sort of hashed it out last episode. So, never mind. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that in my brain. But she she goes, they're waiting to go to the next thing. And a few of the ladies at the bar, but she specifically goes over to Candace and Wendy and, you know, lets them know about this conversation with Karen. And she kind of saying without saying, you know, that, Karen's talking about somebody and Candace and Wendy are like, who's she talking about? Who's she talking about? She talking about Giselle? No. She's talking about so-so? No. She's like, y'all gonna keep asking me till I say it? They're like, yes. And she, you know, basically eventually uh, leads them to the fact that Karen was talking about um, Robin and then <laughs> and then Robin walks up unknowing, like not knowing what's going on and child oof the mess the mess like uh Ashley is absolutely playing the bone carrier and I'm not mad at it I mean I think I talked about it in my previous um reviews that I think that Ashley you know she's trying to navigate not being with Michael and honestly Michael carried her I mean he's a creep I don't think he should be back on the show or he gives creep vibes when I say he is a creep I don't know this man from a can of paint but he gets creep vibes in the show. Um, but without him as, as her main storyline to deny, 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 she kind of is like a little floating buoy. So I think she kind of needs something to do. And so she found her role, child. She she gonna uh she gonna she gonna be the one to tell what well, I heard, but I can't say, but I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna make big eyes so you know, but you don't know, but you kinda know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so on the bus, they play a question of shady, a uh, play a game of shady questions. And Karen reveals, like, I think Robin's question was like, who here likes porn the best? And Karen's like, I do. I love to watch it. It's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. Everybody was like, uh, 
All right then. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> that was a little unexpected. Um, they arrive at some shops and they're walking around. And Mia and her confessional talk about Wendy, how she wants to like Wendy. She wants to like Wendy. Like she can't, you know, she admires who she is and her accomplishments. And it's giving, it's to me that reads, Mia, you are, you have been intimidated by, um, you, you may have been intimidated by Wendy. And um, because she's very intelligent, you know, y'all bump heads versus finding peace, you know. And I think a lot of people, including viewers, maybe not these, this past season or even the season before, but a lot of um, viewers had a hard, like a love-hate relationship with Wendy. And so I think that's echoed in the relationship that Mia's describing. But, um, yeah. She's just like, I just want to like, I want to, I want to get to a better place. I'm like, okay, well, that's good to hear. Um, Ashley goes, um, goes to a shop and Rob is like, oh, I'll walk with you. Now this time, Ashley got a spill and she can't keep to herself. She can't hold on to let Karen do it. So she lets her know. She said, Rob in, um, you know, I was talking to Karen and she had heard, she said she had heard that Juan had a girlfriend and they was walking around Georgetown together. Robin laughs. Um, in that way of like this is ridiculous but also what like okay okay <laughs> game on game on then um so she decides to call Juan right there on the spot and baby Juan was not having it we all know that Juan does not want to be on this show and for whatever reason even though it's housewives people seem like they need for the husbands to also want to be to show up they're used to the Peter Thomases of the world and the men who like being on camera. Juan's not that guy. And I think people use that against Robin. Like, you know that man don't like you. You know that man don't like you. Plus, seasons before, when they were not together, like, they were together. They were living together, but they weren't really together. And they're trying to navigate. People will continue to throw up, oh, well, you know, in season three, he said he was only there for the kids and he was tired of you. So he's just your roommate and he doesn't love you. I don't believe that for a second. I think that Robin and Juan actually love each other. I think that they still are trying to navigate how to love each other in the way that the other person needs. I think that Robin, um, what sometimes plays in her favor and sometimes works against her is that she's so nonchalant that people either consider her boring or they, um, you know, it, it comes off as being stank. But I think when you're a person who's enjoying the 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 benefits of being on reality TV, but also kind of doesn't give a what what, it's challenging because it's like you don't want to show up and be fake, you know, just to have people like you. But it's exhausting to try to like tap dance on what people want you to be. So, you know, Juan, I think he's done. He did better this season. Of showing up and you know being more mild like you know like having a more mild you know but uh, cute interactions with Robin but people already have it in their mind that they know Robin and Juan's relationship better than anybody so Juan's cussing and he's like those ladies better leave me alone I don't even know Karen I don't I don't, I don't fool with her I'm about to cuss on them I mean he was he was mad and I don't even think he was mad at Robin, but people were like, yeah, Juan cussed Robin out. I'm like, what are we, am I in a Twilight Zone? Are we watching two different shows? 
because that's not what I got at all. I got, I'm pissed that you calling me and this is about them ladies effing with you again. Cause he probably, she probably is always telling him about how they be messing, you know, messing with her or somebody didn't ticked her off or whatever. And especially when it comes to their relationship, maybe he got spicy cause there's something there to the rumor. Maybe he got spicy because he's just sick of it. And he's like, listen, this is what you do. This is not what I do. I do basketball. Okay, and I don't want to do this. I'm not sure, but Juan was not <laughs> was not feeling it, and um, yeah, I just think he was annoyed, and Robin obviously was annoyed by the situation. But she was like, "All right, you gonna call me out? Let's call him out right here. It's like, if you got something to say, say it." Like Robin's very much like, "I may not like to hear, but I'm a I'm a face it head on, and we are gonna deal with it." That's what Robin gives, and most people are not like that. So, um. Kudos to you, girl. Kudos. Um, Robin finds it laughable. And she sees right through Karen's BS and fake support. She's like, oh, all these times you asking us about, asking me about my wedding and us getting married. You don't care about us. You don't care about me being happy. Facts. Why does, why, I feel like the loudest people I hear, they don't seem to understand that. Like, what is, what, what, what don't y'all get? Like, Karen be faking. Karen be faking so hard. Just, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just like her interactions with Giselle. I think she knows how to take on the mother hen slash big sister role. And especially if Giselle has beef with somebody, she will then take that person under her wing. Like, I don't know why she does that. And I'm I'm a woman. I'm a woman's woman. And I stand for women. And da 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 And then she does stuff that's like, are you really? Like, I think she takes it as an opportunity like, if I could take you under my wing and get you on my side and beef up my alliance. Because at one point, Karen was out there on the limb. If I could beef up my alliance and make you feel safe with me, I know I'd tip to the line just a little bit to keep it a little interesting. But to not, you know, but to not, like, make people turn on her. Like, I think people have this affection for Karen that they're just not going to turn on her. Um... So the ladies go to have lunch and while sitting there, you can see Robin is brewing. Robin is brewing. And so that makes that makes me feel like, you know, there was a nerve that was struck, clearly. What Karen was talking about specifically may not have been true, I don't know, but something there is relevant. You know, it touched the soft spot because she was she was mad. Um Karen she's in the middle of talking about Karen when Karen comes back to the table because she went to the bathroom and she's like, you know. Um, Karen says she felt Robin went too far with what she said to the ladies, a reach, um, which is a reach, and that the upcoming wedding is fake because she's hurt. She's talking about the rumors, and Karen feels um, she shouldn't tell, that she shouldn't have told them about the wedding because it's fake. And Robin's like, then you should stop asking me. And they show all the clips of her asking over and over, what's going on with the wedding? What's going on with you and Juan? What's going on with this? What's going on with that? So it was one of those things where it's like, yeah. You're, you're a hypocrite. I mean, a lot of times you're going to watch these shows and people are going to come across as hypocrites because most people don't remember every single thing that comes out their mouth 24-7. We all have things that we've said and someone's like, you said that. And you're like, I didn't say that, but you did. They're not all caught on video so that someone can play it back and be like, see, I told you, you said it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I felt like Karen was coming with a, she came with a little bit of smoke, but a lot of her stuff was ain't had couldn't carry any weight. So 
Robin then brings up Karen with blue eyes, and she she shows a picture. Uh, she said that she, there's rumors that Karen's at a at a bar with blue eyes in Vegas, and then she shows a picture to most of the ladies, not all the ladies. Um, like Robin, I mean, Wendy didn't see the picture. I don't think Jacqueline saw the picture. Karen didn't see the picture. Karen, like, let me see the picture. Now, Karen, Karen looked a little shook. She's like the boots were shaking just a little bit. Um, I think everybody knows that there's something going on. I think we all assume that there's an agreement between her and Ray, but because she's not being transparent about it, despite asking other people to be transparent about it, it's kind of like, so what are we doing? Like, you got a gun? I got a gun. That's basically, it came to a gunfight and, you know, both of them got a little ammunition. It's like, are we going to draw or are we going to walk away from this? Because we can go. That's what it, that's what it feels like. Um... And apparently this this picture shows Karen from the back, but people said it looked like it was her. I don't know how they knew, but it seemed very convincing that it was her. Um, Karen says, you know, she's been protecting Juan, and she, talk, she talks to Robin about um, a reunion a couple years ago. She was like, when y'all brought up having a threesome, and you said yes, and Later that night, Juan says something to me and he hugged me so hard that my breasts went back to my backbone or something like that. And um, I feel like everybody was like, uh -huh, okay, like this is exaggeration. Um, they played the clip. Robin didn't say she was open to a threesome. Um, yeah, Karen is pledging up details, but she's doing, you know, she wants to win the fight. She wants to shame robin and giselle tried to jump in and just <laughs> karen did get her saying so you like you know we're near being at an altar which i the, the one thing i don't like about these shows is they shame people for not being married uh, so what so what like there's people who are married and miserable so what's what you throwing around like you're not hurt i don't think you're hurting her feelings by saying that like chill chill with that i, I that bugs me i'm a married woman but I don't think there's anything wrong with someone who's single, whether it's because they want to be or because they haven't found the right person. You want them to rush down the aisle just to say they got a man and then you're going to talk about their wedding. Like, it's like, it's you're never going to be satisfied. If Giselle turned around and bought a guy on the show because everybody's like, you always in everybody's business. You don't have no business to show. Okay, so let's say she brings a guy on the show um, and she's dating him. Then it's going to be like, well, you think he's the one? You think you're going to get married? Okay, let's say she wants to get engaged and get married. Oh, well, I don't know. I had heard your wedding seems fake. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? If you got beef with somebody, you got beef with somebody. Now, Robin was taking some low blows at Karen, like, you know, talking about she had a fat ass and, you know, stuff like that. Like, she was taking some, you know, kind of immature jabs. So, you know, they both kind of had some, some skin in the game. Um... But yeah, the uh, the editors even got Karen with that when they showed footage of her and Juan hugging and he gave a very distant hug to her. Um, as far as what happened three years ago, I don't know if, you know, Karen is exaggerating because Karen, Karen be exaggerating, Karen be lying, Karen be making up stuff. So I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe her, um, but I don't, I don't know if she's throwing a little sprinkle of extra in there. I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I mean, it was three years ago. So, obviously, she's been holding on to that nugget. I don't know if she ever intended on telling. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, Giselle then moves, kind of moves the conversation along to checking on Jack, Jacqueline. And she talks about, um, Jacqueline basically says, I have some things to address. I'm not going to uh, do it at the table in front of you guys. Like, this is stuff we have to fix at another time. And Mia just seems like she could, she don't give a damn. Um, Jacqueline gets, you know, she's starting to get real, like, passionate. Like, she's hurting. And she talks about how she defended Mia, like, when it was, everybody was questioning whether she actually had cancer or not. Um, Mia brings up, she, that, then Mia's like, well, I spent, who spent Mother's Day with your mom, not you? Ooh. And everybody else is looking real uncomfortable. Like, it's not, it's not tea, like, watching Robin and Karen go at it. It's like watching sisters Go at it and you try to be like, this is just a sister fight. You guys will be fine, right? You're fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> you guys are, you're just, you're going to get over this. But Mia's giving, I'm not getting over it. I'm done with you. <laughs> so it's mad uncomfortable. Um, Jacqueline gets up and she's like, somebody else better sit next to her. Because they, I forgot how it happened, but they end up sitting next to each other. And I think low-key people are like, fix it. Y'all need to fix it. That's not what happened. Jacqueline gets up she's like, somebody else better sit there because I ain't sitting by her. I'm not doing it. And, um, you know, Mia just feels like it's, it's clear that Mia feels like she's, she's having a hard time. Um, and you know, I don't know if it's that Jacqueline is annoying her or what, but Mia showed no remorse. She, she didn't, she didn't care. She was like, cry your tears, girl. I don't care. You being dramatic. Jacqueline walks away and goes to the bar. And Mia moves on. She basically, you know, she's like, I don't know if she needs more attention from me or what, but next. She talks about Wendy and she basically apologizes. She really like gives her a sincere apology, which was more than what happened the night before or two nights before or whatever. Um, she's like, I wanna like you. You know, she's like, I might even get a little emotional. Um and, you know, Wendy's like, I received that. Thank you. I appreciate that. We could talk about it later. And they put a button on that. Jacqueline's crying at the bar. Next thing you know, you got most of the ladies around her trying to console her and, like, talk her, you know, kind of ease her. Um, I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know with them, too. Like, I just, I don't know if I'm getting duped. Like, I think, I think Jacqueline's feelings are real. I don't know if Mia is kind of helping to perpetuate it because she's actually upset. And like I said earlier, maybe she just needs time to work through her feelings. Like she can't just turn it on and turn it off, which again, people always try to get mad. Like why, why is uh, Robin still mad at Wendy? Why is Giselle still mad at Wendy and stuff like that? Like real life people, if I'm beefing with you, uh, who else? Candace and, and Monique, like, if people got real beef, they don't just turn around and be like, okay, we're cool again. Like, just for the sake of TV. No. Be like, it's war, bitch. We don't know each other. We're not cool. We're not cool. That's what it gives. That's what it gives. Pardon my language, but that's that's what it's giving. Um, I think they're going to have to give Jacqueline a... Uh, do they got champagne flutes? What, what, I don't know what they hold it. I mean, it's cherry blossom play. What they hold in their hands? I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Um, so next thing, Wendy goes to Mia's room so they can talk. And they realize that they may have more common than they thought. And Mia apologizes. And, 
you know, she lets Wendy know she really does like her. And, you know, Wendy makes it clear, like, you throwing a drink on me? Or, because the, listen, the way she was protected from majority of that water was miraculous. Um, but she's like, you know, that was a huge sign of disrespect. And, you know, Mia's like, you're right. You're right. And you shouldn't have to feel like that. And I, I apologize. What I thought was amazing. I said, okay, Mia, in your own time, huh? Okay. Um, and then basically this trip is winding down after their last dinner as the ladies are enjoying themselves and drinking. And apparently uh, after dinner, Mia, Ashley, Candace, and Wendy decided to keep the drinks flowing. And um, Wendy said Mia slinked over her and said something about wanting to eat her box. And that's where they left us. Child, they left us on a cliffhanger. Okay? <laughs> Wendy and Mia really made up. Y'all made up, made up. Are y'all, it wasn't as... I got questions that I hope get some answers. Um, so, yeah, that's that episode. I'm going to come right back after this and talk about the next episode so I can be current because we are going into the season finale and into the reunion. So, thank you so much if you listened so far. If you like what I'm talking about, pass it on to somebody that you love. Um, my, my, uh, I'm available on all platforms. You can get in touch with me by sending an email to go wtfpodcast at gmail.com that's where i be um let's chat let's talk about it uh, this year I, i'm i'm pushing myself to share this out in the world but i'm still struggling to stay current because i do have a lot of i still have little children and it you know you gotta give them the attention so thank you so much if you're listening if you made it this far i appreciate you and until next time you know what to do like y'all be safe out there <laughs> All right, bye.